It seems like only two weeks ago we had a Nicaraguan limoncillo, but this week it's an unusual varietal in the Ethiosar. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So, if you want to find out about this farm, I suggest you go back two episodes ago uh, and look at 504, because in 506, we are talking about limoncillo again. Um, this time we're talking about a different varietal, uh, which I'm going to tell you a little bit about. Sorry, 503 and 505, I'm getting my fives mixed up. Anyway, go back two episodes ago and you can watch that one then, because uh, I'm not going to go over the same stuff again. What I am going to talk about is the family. So the family is made up of Dr. Maresh. Uh, Dr. Maresh, uh, the first time I met him, I was like, hi, Dr. Maresh. He said, no, no, please call me Irwin. I was like, you okay if I just call you Dr. Maresh? Because he's that kind of guy that you have to kind of give that instant respect to. Um, and he's 72 years young um, and has been in coffee production his whole life. Um, he's also a qualified gynecologist. Um, and practiced for many years in the United States before coming back to Nicaragua after the Sandista Revolution. Um, and then you have the oldest son in Irwin, another Irwin. I can call him Irwin because he's, he's a dude, he's my, he's my mate. But uh, Irwin has been involved in coffee for as long as uh, uh, he, he can kind of remember coming back to Nicaragua and being just immersed in, in, uh, in coffee. And then you have um, his sister, Eliane, um, and then his other sister, that I can't remember her name, and she's going to kill me when I see her next, but she doesn't work necessarily on the farm so much. But now Irwin's son and daughter have started to work on the farm too, uh, and work at the mill. And it's like, it's just a real family business. They're like so close and intertwined with each other. Um, and the reason their coffee is so fantastic is because they are so fantastic as a family. So we're going to have a bit of a snozzer action in the bowl. There's been a lot of snozzers recently, but a lot of interesting coffees on the aromatics. So I don't know what it is about Ethiosar, because if you look at the Keturah three episodes ago, the Keturah was very much kind of like green apple. You smell the green apple. But then after that, it's kind of caramel, toffee apple, things like that. This is different. This, you get like... <laughs> I kind of want to say like a strawberry, but not like a normal strawberry off the, the tree. It's much more of a like a tin strawberry. And I know that it's in the cup, but you also get this really strange kind of spiciness to it that I can't quite put my finger on. But you do smell a little bit of like a spice on there, which um, makes me really want to taste it. So uh, uh, quicker I get through this, quicker I can taste it. Mm, I like my plants, but that's because I'm a farmer. And now I'm going to talk like a farmer. So uh, what is this Ethiosar varietal, I hear you ask? Well, this is the third year that we've been lucky enough to have some of this. Um, and it truly comes from the hard work of the Maresh family um, and their cousin, Ricardo. Uh, Ricardo owns a farm near Limoncillo, but at a much lower altitude, around about 800 metres above sea level. And Ricardo noticed that the yield of his plants were suffering uh, and seemed to be becoming more susceptible to disease. Um, and he puts all of this down to growing issues in Nicaragua, changing climate, increased rains, his, and his low altitude. But he didn't just kind of give in, he started to experiment, uh, running these experiments on the farm. He noticed that when he spliced this varietal together, it was fri fr fri fri fr thriving. 
can, I can say it. Um, and it was fruiting much more than the other plants, but wasn't suffering from any of the diseases or issues um, that the other plants were. And that varietal was Ethiosar, um, a stable hybrid plant that is a cross of Ethiopian Ruma Sedan, um, crossed with Sachimor, which is a cross of Villasarchi and Timor. Um, and the offspring of this plant is then crossed with Villasarchi, uh, which is a Katura Bourbon uh, mutation from Costa Rica. Um, the Timor is a key in this, and the Timor is a robusta variety um, that's used to produce things like Catimor. Um, uh, and in short, this has very, very small percentage of Catimor in it, um, which makes it leaf rust resistant, but still incredibly tasty. Uh, the Rume Sedan helps with that as it's a very old uh, variety of Typica from Ethiopia. Uh, and both Rume Sedan and Villasarchi are known for their fantastic cup characteristics, which make this coffee the coffee that it is. And the other bonus of Ethiosar, it increases production by 40%, whilst only needing 2,800 plants per manzana, which is a measurement of area they use. Um, and to give you an idea, a Katura needs 4,000 plants to produce the same amount in the same part. Now that might not seem important until you begin to think that each plant needs fertilizer. So you're not only getting a better yield, but it's cheaper because you don't need to spend the money on fertilizer. You don't need to buy as many plants. Um, so you don't have to grow them or buy them. Um, it's also quicker to pick because you're not going to eat individual plants. Um, and the beauty of this varietal, it's super tasty. Uh, a varietal that uh, Pete Williams uh, from Ireland in 2016 used in his WBC performance where he finished in the semi-finals and just missed out on the finals um, with a varietal nobody had heard of. Um, so I'm very pleased that we're able to share this with you. Right, so let's get into this. Um, I have my Sunderland mug out as the start of the football season uh, is here. Sunderland enjoying a season in League One. Um, renewed my season ticket because I'm loyal like that, you know. Whether we're, whether we're bad or good, I'm still there. Like in my mug, kind of. Like I'm good or bad, I'm still here. So, this is very similar to the washed Keturah from Limoncillo we had just a few weeks ago. It's the same farm. It's the same process, it's the same people doing it, but the only difference is the varietal. So you still get that green apple, but what you do get instead is you almost get like a single cream texture as well as sweetness to it, um, and a strawberry, but not like strawberry you would pick off a tree, you know? It really is that processed, tinned strawberry stuck in syrup, um, sweet, but the biggest, weirdest, different bit with this is that spicy black pepper finish that sneaks up on you, you go, no more coffee, no more coffee, oh, black pepper. And it really is there. Thank you very much for joining me as always. It's a pleasure to see you. Please come along to 507 where we'll be having equally as delicious coffees. But until then, do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. Hey. Hey.